Welcome to Real Black Times in the Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about how black Americans are the real Indians, but the United States government is trying to hide this truth from the public. Again, today's conversation is black Americans are the real, true, aboriginal Indians to this territory that we call the Americas, but the United States government and powers, right, are trying to hide this fact from the public, all right? So that's going to be today's conversation. And during today's conversation, we're going to go over a few slides. We're going to take a look at some merch. And then at the end of the conversation, I'm going to provide you guys with a good source that's going to kind of clear up some of the questions that you may have, all right? So let's go to the first slide. In the first slide, we're going to read a piece. And this piece is created by Kerry Davis. He is the author of African Americans and African Hashtag. That's his movement, Kerry Davis. He's the, um, he spearheads the whole thing, right? And you can find this slide on WordPress. And I'm going to read a couple of pieces that I pulled from the website, right? And concerning the slave trade, it says that one of the biggest myths ever believed was the transatlantic slave trade. This story is told to people who have lost their ability to think. The way they are packed in like sardines should tip anybody off. Bullet point one. What do these people eat and drink? Point two. They ate and drank laying down? Point three. Did they have bottled water? Point four. Did they use a bathroom on each other? Point five. Who cleaned the mess up? Our online classes give you 200 plus reasons why the North American slave trade movement is a psychological program used to trick the Negro slash black Americans out of their ancestral home on earth, right? Let's continue with his next piece. Where did the Middle Passage come from? And again, these are all questions posed by Kerry Davis Again, he is the author of African-Americans Ain't African, right? So we're just going to continue with with the second piece. And it says, where did the Middle Passage come from? During the 60s, the Civil Rights Movement started to pick up momentum when the children of the assimilated Negro men started a campaign to hold the U.S. accountable to the promises made to the Negroes who choose to assimilate into European culture. In exchange for the U.S. upholding the end of the treaties, the implementation of integration had to completely sever the future generation of Negroes' connection to America. All funding of Negro programs went to this cause. Now, the Middle Passage family, it's um, it's like a code word for coming across the Atlantic, right? Slave vessels coming across the Atlantic. And... According to our brother Kerry Davis, this whole story of the transatlantic slave trade, it came from the 1960s. <laughs> nah, I, I just, uh, I'm just going to say this, right? I, I want to say a lot, but I'm just going to say this. You know, If you ever want to catch somebody up, encourage this person to either write a book or write a statement. 
because sometimes you know somebody can uh, they can be a pretty good speaker or they may be speaking with the music playing in the back it can, it can kind of be soothing it can throw you off you're not really paying attention to what they're saying but if somebody put it in the book or they make a statement or they make a website then you can actually go and read what they wrote down and you can see if it makes any sense or not right so I'm not exactly sure if um, people that follow Carrie Davis's platform, African Americans Ain't African, are aware that he's saying that this Middle Passage story came in the 1960s. Just something to consider, though, right? But let's continue. The new generation had to be completely confused about their connection to America and accept themselves as immigrant slaves. All federal funding went into this cause. The Indian recognition had to die. The original passes was transporting Indians downstream to different plantations. Took one to two weeks. The Negro elite fought for U.S. funding to promote this false connection in Africa to be taught to future generations in all educational institutions as a way to create jobs within the European matrix and presence for themselves. Our own people pimped us so they can have cushy jobs and appear to be on a higher level than the European professors. Lovely day. And again, this is all by Kerry Davis. This is on his platform, African Americans Ain't African on WordPress. Now let's back up a second and let's point out a couple of points that Kerry Davis made that I'm not sure that so many of his followers are familiar with. So his first claim was the whole Middle Passage story or the story of a slave vessel leaving West Africa, coming across the Atlantic. It didn't exist in the 1960s. Nobody never heard anything like this. I'm guessing everybody was Indian and they was black and they was enjoying life and never heard of anything like this until the 60s. And then later, in a different portion of a piece that we read, Kerry Davis also says that this whole idea that blacks came from Africa, it came from Negroes. In this case, Negro Indians. There was no white man trying to confuse you. It was Negro Indians that made up the story that blacks really came from Africa, and they did so so they can have cushy jobs according to him does this make <laughs> does this make any sense have you ever heard of such you know why a lot of you guys never heard of this before you don't like to read you do not like to read you like to watch videos you like to be entertained I'm just going to say this on the sidebar right this Real Black Consciousness Forum podcast is based on comments. I'm not here to block any of you guys' comments. I'm not. That's not what we do here. That's not what this platform is for. This platform is kind of like... The platform is built for the comments. Because in the comments is where the real learning takes place. Because this is where the real conversations happen, right? We can put the links to certain informations. We can put sources up. Good conversation, right? 
way too often somebody from the aboriginal community want to give me some information and i'm okay with that right because again the platform is based on conversations but in doing so what they would do oftentimes though is they bring up a point i respond to the point they double down on the point I will respond and say, well, just send me the source of the link. I just take a look at it. And when they send me the link, it's a YouTube video of somebody else talking. That's disturbing. That means they're not reading any books themselves. They're not researching any sources themselves. They're literally following people. And then when they show me the person that they're following, like Carrie Davis, as an example, And then I go to Kerry Davis's webpage and then I'll read off the WordPress page that he created. And then I point out something like this. It becomes weird to a lot of people because they didn't even know he said this because they're not reading what he says. They just listening to the videos that he make. That's all. This whole African-American and African hashtag is created by a guy. That said, again, the story of the Middle Passage, it didn't occur to the 1960s. That's one. I want you to consider that. And the story about you losing your identity didn't have anything to do with William Plecker. Didn't have anything to do with classification. Uh-uh, that didn't happen. It had nothing to do with the law threatening you and telling you not to identify yourself as Indian, scaring you out of your culture. No, it didn't happen. According to Davis now, what happened was there was a group of Negro elite Indians that fought for U.S. funding to promote the false Africa story. Did you know he said that? Some of you guys, I want you to pause the video right now and just think on that while the rest of us continue. All right, let's go to the next slide. On this slide, I just want to bring your attention to some um, a few books that was written by the Aboriginal community, right? Some you may recognize, some you may not. But I just want to bring your attention to, I think it's maybe like six total, right? So on the first slide, you can see the first four books. And let's go to the second slide. On the second slide, to the far right, you can see a couple of more, right? Also, I want to bring your attention to this as well. If you're in need of some great coffee mugs, uh, the Aboriginal community definitely have some for sale. Uh, as we can see, our brother Dane Calloway, he has uh, coffee mugs on the marketplace as well as Kerry Davis, right? That's is his coffee mugs in the top left. So, you know, make sure you support your Aboriginal brother with the purchasing of books and coffee mugs. And I think they got some shoes out as well, right? I think they have footwear out as well. So, I mean, you know, we live in a capitalistic society. So, I know me, myself, I'm raising my children to be capitalists. So, we just want to make sure that we support great products that's put in the marketplace for us, all right? But I got a couple of questions, though. The United States government and other global powers... Are hiding black Americans true Indian identity because of 
what exactly? I haven't been able to figure it out. When we talk about black Americans again being the real Indians, and they say off the time, well, yo, whoa, yo, they, they just hiding our culture from us, man. They're trying to hide our identity. And I'm trying to think the so-called white man in global powers is hiding the fact that black people are the real Indians because of what exactly? I'm not sure. Like, for what? Are they hiding this true identity from black Americans because if you find out that you're the real Indians, you're going to revolt or you're going to riot or are you going to create some type of grassroots military or underground military to fight and kill this so-called government in place so you can get your land back? I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like, what's the value in hiding something from you? Because typically in a neighborhood, if somebody is hiding information from you, there's real value in an information. So you got global powers and the United States government hiding the fact that black Americans are the real Indians because of what? If you get hold of to this information, what's going to happen? Because up to this point, right, everybody that we see in the Aboriginal community that's woke and they know their identity and they know that they're indigenous to the Americas, all they have been offering us is shoes, uh, grandma tours, YouTube videos, memes, books, and coffee mugs. That's it. I haven't seen anything else. So I'm trying to figure out. I mean, I haven't seen this community offer anything else. Outside of, you know, so getting all this real indigenous information about blacks being always here. Again, I'm, I'm just posing a question. This information is hidden from our people because of what? You being Indian again is going to do what? Because if the Kerry Davises of the world is right and the author of these books is right and these guys that stay on YouTube making lives every other day is right when the so-called white man came to this territory that we call the united states and when he got here the negroes was indian right and this so-called white man defeated you conquered you and took your land while you was indian and you was aware of yourself and this so-called white man and other global powers are afraid that you will figure out that you are the real Indian because of what exactly? When he beat you, you was an Indian, right? When he took your land, you was an Indian, right? You had your own gods. You had your own great spirits. You built your own temples. Had your own culture. You knew everything about your own selves. And then he beats you. And then he's hiding his information from you because of what? Or is he hiding his information from you now, right? Because remember, we just read Kerry Davis. And Kerry Davis, he didn't say that. He said, the Negro elite 
or should I say the Negro Indian elite, they begged the United States government to make this connection to Africa so they could mislead their own people. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it's not making a lot of sense to me, bro. It's not making a lot of sense to me, sis. It's just not. Because, see, here's the thing, right? Because it would be a red flag to me if somebody came along and they told me that I was indigenous, me and my family, and I didn't know anything about the territory I was supposed to be indigenous in. That should be a red flag to you, for you to call yourself indigenous, and there's nothing about this land Nothing about this territory You know anything about Tell me about the animals Right because You've been living here Thousands and thousands of years About the animals So you should be very familiar Very familiar With their behavior patterns They should be in your proverbs When you're speaking Right Tell me about the bald eagle What is his attributes Tell me about the groundhog. Tell me about the bison. Tell me about the animals that's indigenous to the Americas because you was here, right? You was always here with them. Tell me about the animals because just like if I spoke to my African brothers, right? Them being from the continent of Africa, they can tell me about the lions. They can tell me about elephants and giraffes and zebras because these animals are indigenous to their land. But you're not you're not from Africa. You're from here. So what do you know about the animals that's indigenous to the, Do you know anything about the animals here? Or did your Negro elite Indians confuse you about that too and you forgot about the own animals on your land? Right? Is that's the game we playing with this? We're gonna go down that street, right? Tell me about the foods in America. Tell me about the indigenous foods that came out of the land. In the Americas That you take pride in That you know about Because I know you know about corn I know you know about potatoes Right These are They're indigenous to the Americas I know you know about that But you know Even when it comes to food though Right I think it's unique that When this so called white man Calls himself making a caricature Out of black people He try to be funny he try to belittle our people. You know what he does? He puts our people next to a watermelon. He make caricatures with black people and watermelons all the time. Why does he do that? You're from the Americas, right? Why does the so-called white man always use the watermelon joke When it comes to Black Americans You know what the joke is about that? The black joke The black with the watermelon joke Has nothing to do with the Americans The joke on that is That's how he seen black people When they was in West Africa Because watermelons Is not indigenous to the Americas That's the joke so even when we came to America 
he still made watermelon jokes because that's where watermelon is from. They're not from the Americas. He didn't call you popcorn, bro, even though corn is indigenous to America. He didn't call you potato chip, even though potato chips is indigenous to the Americas. He used watermelon jokes to talk about our people. Right? But that's a different story for a different day, right? So let's continue. The million dollar question that I have during this conversation, above it all, is... You know, this Aboriginal community has the ability to write books and to create content. And it's something that always struck me as a question I thought to myself is... If this information that they're pumping into the community is right and exact, then why don't these Aboriginal authors challenge academia? They should be challenging to put their information into the schools, into the colleges. And the reason why they should do that is because that would make this community billionaires overnight. See, because it's big money in being an independent researcher, if you haven't noticed. See, you already showed me you got the ability to sell information because you're selling books already, bro. You're selling books already, sis. Right? You got grandmama tours already, right? All of this is providing factual information. You're going on live five, six hours at a time. <laughs> but when it's time to challenge academia, I don't see you guys. Something to consider, though, right? That's how you make instant millionaires and billionaires overnight. You know why they won't challenge academia? Because you can't go in a room full of scholars and tell them that the Middle Passage story started in the 1960s because it won't work. You can't go in a room full of scholars and tell them that it was the Negro Indian elite that came up with the story about blacks being connected to Africa and they sold their own people out for cushy jobs. It won't work. Somebody is invested in your confusion, man. And as long as you don't read, you're going to stay confused. We have great conversations, but you got to really think about it. Your brother VJ, I'm not here to sell you nothing. In fact, let me give you something for free, right? Let me give you something for free. A lot of the questions on the opening slide that we read at the beginning of the video about how did they eat on the slave ship and what did they drink and how was they positioned and all of that information can be found in the Cujo Lewis Black Cargo ebook. That I have posted on my channel. Now, this ebook costs money. 
But I got it on my channel You can listen to it for free It's just something that we really got to consider that Again, I, I can't say that enough, man. Anytime I look at this community in particular, that somebody is invested in our confusion. Somebody is getting a kick out of you running around saying that you're Indian. It's a big joke to somebody. The two biggest jokes in the black community right now that the world has to be laughing about is that our people saying that they're Jews and our people saying that they're Indians. Got to be the biggest joke ever. The reason why it's funny is because the groups and ethnicities that sit in that position that we call fake, we are literally running to them to find out how to be Jews. And we run into Indians to figure out how to be Indians. And in the same breath, we're saying they're fake Indians and they're fake Jews. That doesn't make any sense to a sane person. But some of us is going to stay on course. We're going to continue to talk about history. We're going to continue to talk about the facts. And we're going to do what we can to wake up a lot of our people that sleep. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Real Black Content Forum Podcast, man. I see a lot of you guys in the comment box, all right? I'm looking for you guys in the comment box. Peace.